In this very special episode, I'm going to introduce you to my dear friend, Melanie Cool. Now, you'll recognize Melanie from previous podcast episodes, but let me tell you a little bit more about her again. So Melanie is a licensed psychotherapist. She's also an integrative medicine and nutritional behavioral health provider. She's a motivational speaker. She's an educator, an author, a level one CrossFit trainer, and she's also known as the health and happiness expert. Now, Melanie holds a BA in psychology, an MA in counseling psychology, and she's helped thousands of people transition from surviving to thriving. And Melanie, we're connecting from the other side of the world. Melanie um, lives in the Pacific Northwest and she loves her CrossFit, but she loves even more time spending it with her beautiful children and grandchildren. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. So welcome back to this very special episode and I'm going to bring in Melanie straight away. So hi, Melanie. How are you? Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. No, it's wonderful. And um, just to let everybody know, because there was so much interest, Melanie, the last time you were here, um, is that Melanie is the lady that mentioned about the post-traumatic growth. And I'm sure that's going to come in our discussion today, because as this whole theme for this month in January 2023 is about mindset, we're going to ensure that you really feel fully boosted and ready to take on the year and fully embrace it. So I was going to ask you, Melanie, because it's all about mindset, um, how important has mindset been to you personally and also working in your rewarding area of work? Good question. Mindset is vital. We have to really think about what we want in our lives and the steps that we need to take in order to get there. And I'm a happiness expert and I've told you before, the secret to happiness is gratitude, zest, and hope. Mindset is a vital component of hope because hope simply means that you believe that what you do today will have an impact on tomorrow. And isn't that what mindset is? Like, I want something, so this is what I'm going to do right here, right now, in order to start working toward that thing. Mindset is very intentional. It's true, isn't it? And it just brought in that expression about helping and supporting your future self, because that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's what we do now is how it's, uh, it blossoms, doesn't it, in the future. We put those roots down. And then often it's, you know, you think of a plant, the roots go down and the body of the plant. And it's often the, the blossom or the, the flowers or the fruit that is the final thing. So it's the mindset and the groundwork beforehand, isn't it, before we then see some of those results. Yes. And, you know, as we enter into a new year, it's really important to decide what you're going to leave in the last year, you know, letting go of the, the things that no longer are working with you for you anymore. And then that opens the space for new things to come in. And 
that's a mindset. What do you want for your life? What do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to go from here? You can do whatever you want to do. And sometimes would you agree, Melanie, that it can, people might feel quite overwhelmed, you know, or they think I've got all these new things I want to do. And then they get halfway through January and they feel a bit disheartened because they've kind of dropped off a little bit. Um, but I'm always mentioning, I'm sure you'd agree that micro habits are so important because if you just try one little thing and then build up to another thing and another thing, when you look back, you see there's quite a change from just doing those small habits um, and behaviors. But what kind of advice would you give if people are getting those wobbly moments? Yeah. Well, you know, we start a new year and what do we do? We rush out, we buy gym memberships, we sign up for diets, we buy all the self-help books, you know, which by the way, if self-help books really worked, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> so we spend all this money on all these things with very good intentions, honest intentions. We We want to be healthier. We want to be happier. We want to get that joy that we crave in our lives. Our intentions are great, but we can't overhaul everything all at once. And that's why it doesn't work. So we have to start small. And with the people I work with, they know I always start with water. So you should have a glass of water with you. <laughs> so we just start with drinking water. And once we get the water down, then we add in getting good sleep, getting good nutrition, moving your body, but we can't do it all at once. We have to start somewhere and it starts with one glass of water. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, because obviously um, we're all work in progress, aren't we? We get good days and not such good days. And, and that's a huge factor, isn't it, Melanie, is that if you've had a bad night's sleep or you've had a bit of sugar, um, it just knocks you off a little bit, doesn't it? But it's really those are the times to jumpstart and go, hang on right now. I don't feel great today. And you can look at the reasons for it. And that can help with a bit of a mindset shift to associate like a, a lack of sleep or feeling a bit rough um, with basically creating that new healthy habit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Whenever I'm feeling off, I just go back and review with myself. Are you drinking your water? Are you getting good sleep? Have you broken up with sugar lately because he's not your friend? <laughs> Are you moving your body? You know, when I have those things in line, I feel so great. I feel like I can do anything. And when they start to get off, you know, I'm, I'm crying at a Kleenex commercial. You know, my, my mom has always said a good night's sleep fixes everything. And she's not far off. Like that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was going to say, we were just talking uh, beforehand, if you don't mind, you know, when we have any, we're overcoming a bit of sickness because we both were quite sick in 2022 with COVID, weren't we? And um, I don't know about you, but uh, with me, I lost use of my legs for a couple of days and, and it was a bit of a jump start really for me to start thinking, oh, hello, you know, what's happening? And that's when a lot of your mindset skills you have to really put them into practice, don't you? And that sort of thing. Um, but how how did you find when you had your sickness and um, how did you use your mindset skills to kind of help you get back to that recovery? Yeah, that's a good question. So I had COVID in October of 2022 and, you know, all my friends were saying, oh, it's just like a bad cold. It's no big deal. But 
it was a big deal for me. I literally thought I was going to die. I could not breathe in without choking. I could not breathe out without coughing. And I was told to go to the hospital if my oxygen went under 90 and it stayed at 90 for three solid days. Luckily I did was not hospitalized, but during that time, um, yeah. Was I scared? Absolutely. Was I depressed? Absolutely. I was isolated from friends and family. I wasn't eating the way I usually eat because I didn't have the energy to prepare food and my water was off. Obviously my sleep was off. I certainly wasn't going to CrossFit, right? Everything was off. And so I thought, well, Melanie, I, I have talks with myself quite a bit. And I said, you need to take your own advice. And what would you tell a client in this situation? And it's all about extreme self-care. So if all you can do is drink a glass of water, drink a glass of water. And I put on my comfy jammies and got my comfy blanket and my sleepy socks. I call my fuzzy socks, my sleepy socks. <laughs> and, you know, I, I binged watched some Netflix, which I don't usually do, but I tried to give myself the comfort and the care that I would have wanted someone to give me in that situation. Mm -hmm. I was home alone in my house, all alone for mm -hmm. my uh, mom. Who's in her eighties lives in a house, right? 10 steps from my back door. I didn't want her to get it. So for at least 10 days, I really had no contact with people and that was, it was devastating, but I just, mm. I tried to give myself the care that I would have wanted someone else to do. I made myself a lot of tea with hem uh, lemon and honey and just gave myself permission to rest mm. and to take a break and to keep the belief that I was going to pull through it and everything would be okay. Yeah. And it, it's pretty, um, it, it is pretty uh, stressful at that point, isn't it? And it, it is how you manage it. Because um, I know that uh, with COVID, when I lost the use of my legs, there was other things as well. That, I don't know if you got it, but the fatigue, but it was the fact that I wondered if I'd be able to ever walk again, really, that, you know, it was pretty scary at that point. Um, so I know, like, um, I'd be able to lie on the sofa, my husband, because we've got a big, a big lounge window, that looks out into all the trees. And my husband put all these um, bird feeders out. And so I'd sit there just looking at the parrots all day, just watching them and that sort of thing. Um, and then I'd have my oil burners on. And I'd just listen to like audio books or inspirational music when I was awake, because I slept a lot. Um, but one of the things is uh, with your, you know, with mindset and focusing on that mindfulness to kind of keep your nervous system stable. And I mentioned all this because in January in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in winter time. So a lot of people are struggling with sickness. And if they feel that the sickness is holding them back, for instance, during these winter months, uh, it's just having some coping strategies too. And it's things such as knowing that if you really just notice that your body is constantly trying to bring yourself back to a state of balance, it's, it's got an amazing immune system that wants to kick in and help you. And I know that I kept tapping and frictioning and doing all sorts of sensations to my legs and letting my eyes look at my hands, touching my legs and saying to my brain, come on, start to feel things, start to feel things. And and it was really because I knew that if I just kept stimulating my brain and all the sensory nerves, my nervous system would also come into um, and my immune system would come into play. And doing all of this will start to bring us back into a like a, a nice state of balance, as it were. So 
it, mm-hmm. really wanting to share the two stories with people because if there is a bit of a you want to start the new year with some great intentions but sickness is knocks you back a little bit it's like just go with the process trust the process that your incredible body does more things subconsciously than consciously and as long as like you were saying melanie you just cuddle up with a blanket you rest yourself um, you just have lots of nice warm drinks you sleep as much as you can if you've got oil burners to help your immune system that sort of thing and all of that so that it's a real nurturing and self-care and then when you feel better then it might be february or it might be later in the year that you start to just then develop those habits again uh, when you start to feel better would you agree with that i agree and first of all i'm really glad you got your legs back because that must have been a terrifying experience so i'm glad you got through that and then you're reminding me of two things one is a big part of our happiness is what can we do what can i do so no matter what situation you're in asking yourself what can i do so i can snuggle up with my blanket and watch movies you can watch the birds out the window right and the second thing this is reminding me of which we have a lot of in common is gratitude And that's one of three secrets to happiness. Gratitude is being thankful for everything. You know, I was thankful for my warm home and the food that I had to eat and the blanket I had. You were thankful for the birds. It's that mindset is being in the moment and looking around you and just realizing our lives are really abundant despite our circumstances, really, right? I mean, both of us were afraid of dying but we were able to tap into what can I do? And we were able to tap into the gratitude to see everything around us. And I'm actually going to add a third thing because we mentioned post-traumatic growth in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. This is post-traumatic growth, Heidi. It is. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. So post-traumatic growth is when you go through something that's traumatizing, which thinking you're going to die is traumatizing, right? Um, it's when you go through something that's traumatizing, but you learn from it, you grow from it, you, uh, do things differently because of it. Like it's actually this beautiful learning experience that we can be incredibly grateful for, right? Yeah. Post-traumatic growth. I'm sure everyone has heard of post-traumatic stress. When I, I give talks to people, large audiences, I say, who's heard of post-traumatic stress? Oh yeah. Who's heard of post-traumatic growth? Rarely hands go up. I'm like, what the heck? That's the good news, right? So trauma Mm -hmm. is an event, right? Our wounds are what happens as a response to trauma. Wounds can heal, right? We can't change the event, but we can change the way that we interpret the event, okay? And that's Mm -hmm. post-traumatic growth. And you and I both have that from from our COVID experiences. And I'm sure many of you listening right now can think of, things that have happened in your lives that you would consider traumatic. And I'm sure you have learned from them and you have grown from them and you're probably a better person because of them. And isn't that the good news? I mean, gratitude is not only about the good in our lives. Gratitude is being thankful for everything, the highs, the lows, the setbacks, the comebacks, the people who have helped us along the way gratitude is really what feeds into our resilience and you and i are talking right now because we're resilient 
Yeah. And everyone that's listening to us right now is resilient because so far you have a 100% success rate of surviving bad times in your life. I think that's so true as well, because my goodness that, you know, it's three years, you know, that we've been going through this. And at the time around the world, it was such a shock. And people thought, how are we going to manage this? But it's absolutely true how amazing and how resilient humans are that uh, that we pulled through this. And, and it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that people are still processing and it's really important for them to get that support and that help and that tailored support and help if they need that too. Uh, but I think it's also uh, made us appreciate things so much more that we did take for granted at times. Um, but I'm always talking about community reaching out to, to people sometimes that you don't really maybe spend so much time with or you don't think you've got anything in common. But once you strike up a conversation with someone, you realize how much there is with people, isn't it? It's literally um, moving out of our comfort zone and, and creating more networks, because when we were on our own, um, you we really craved that human connection. Yes. And connection is actually the number one thing that contributes to our happiness. We're, we're not meant to be alone. We need people and we need to love and we need to be loved. That's a fundamental human need is belonging. So you are right on. <laughs> and, and I thought just before I'm going to ask you something else, but I just thought, oh, you know, when you talk about like that whole post-traumatic growth and things, I think one of the best things is that when you go through those trials and those, you know, and at the time it certainly doesn't feel like it, but afterwards you realize how much more empathy it gives you, how mm. less black and white you are, less judgmental. And you realize that there's a lot more to a situation sometimes. And, and it just, I think it's a really good way of smoothing some of those sharp edges that we can develop and they can come from different reasons. It could be cultural, it can be upbringing, it could be different life events, different things that happen, but it keeps helping to a mold and help us to evolve doesn't it into a an even more improved self for us individually but also so we can give to others too yes absolutely that's why we're here right yeah absolutely and so that's what i was thinking is that, is that i know you've mentioned and we were chatting before and you were talking about that there's five secrets to um health and i thought is there possible to let us know what those secrets are <laughs> you bet you bet there's five secrets to health and five secrets to happiness so um interesting story uh which i have shared before but uh 20 years ago i had a devastating neck injury and i lost the use of my right arm and obviously my life was ruined um long long story but it also gave me the opportunity to go to graduate school to be able to do what I do now, which is actually what I'd always wanted to do in my life. So I'm thankful for my neck injury because I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. Okay. <laughs> so I start. I've been studying happiness for nearly 18 years and I know a lot about what happiness really is, where it comes from and how to get more of it. However, six years ago, I was turning 50 and I looked in the mirror and I did not like the sad, unhappy face staring back at me. I'm actually writing a memoir about the last six years of my life and I knew I needed to do something. So I did something wild and I started CrossFit, <laughs> which you heard in my bio. I do love my CrossFit mm -hmm. and at CrossFit, I started learning about health and being healthy and I realized 
how important that was. And I started incorporating that into my practice with my clients. And I noticed astounding changes in people. So as I got healthier, I felt happier. And I realized as we get happier, we also feel healthier and they really go together. You cannot have one without the other. So um, in working with people, I decided that, well, I, I've been studying happiness for you know almost 20 years and I've been studying health for the last six. So when I start working with people, I get so excited about it. I just kind of throw up health and happiness on them, right? And they're looking at me like a deer in the headlights. And I'm like, whoa, hold on, Melanie. Uh, anyone who knows me will uh, always tell you that I need to slow down. And so I thought, okay, I got to slow down because I didn't learn all this in, in a month, in the month of January in any given year. I didn't learn everything there is to know about health and happiness, right? And so I broke it down. When I started CrossFit, the first thing I started doing was drinking water and I learned how to drink water. So that's my first happiness secret. I call it hydrate. You hear a lot about drinking water. I call it hydrate. The second thing I learned was all about was sleep. And when I'm saying learned about it, I'm saying like I implemented it in my life. I biohacked all these things for myself, which I now teach to other people. So I hydrated, I got my sleep, which I call restore because sleep is restorative, right? So hydrate and restore. The third one is nutrition, which I call nourish. And if you're listening right now, really, the only thing on nutrition you need to do is give up sugar. <laughs> like really? Cause if you're eating healthy, all the plans that eat healthy, right? We've got paleo, we've got keto, we've got Nutrivore, we've got carnivore, we got vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, like you name it. What do they all have in common? No junk, no processed food, no sugar. So one thing you can do, right? But I call that nourish. And then we have mobility and we have movement and mobility is you know, gentle movement, stretching, Tai Chi, yoga, foam rolling, whatever movement, get that cardiovascular system up and running, CrossFit <laughs> or <laughs> swimming, cycling, running, kayaking, whatever it is that you love to do, right? So my five secrets are hydrate, restore, nourish, mobility, and movement. And I work with people to get those in line. Any one of those is going to make you feel happier because there are biological consequences to doing these things. You know, I, it is, it's truly amazing. So I had to add the health stuff and I had to do it in a very simple way in which people could understand and also give them really easy ways to just make it, um, you know, step-by-step step to make it doable daily habits so that you can get those lasting results you want. Now, I'm sorry, there are no quick fixes. Hmm. That's just the way it is, right? But, you know, we, we can do this and we have to do it in a simple way, one at a time, building on, like you said previously, building on the, the good, healthy habit before it. Yeah. So do you want me to tell you the five secrets to happiness? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> See, I say like, I just throw up health and happiness on people. And that's, I feel like I'm doing that to you right now. So, but yeah, if you can't tell, I'm just a little passionate about what I do. <laughs> so, and I love it. We can feel it. 
We can feel it. Yeah, right. Ah! I know everyone's going to need to take a nap after listening to me. (laughs) So the five secrets to happiness are resilience. And, you know, we've just talked about that. It's how you recover when life throws things at you. The second one is flow. That's living in the now. It's not ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. Because if you're doing that, you're missing life. The third one is connection. We talked about that. Relationships. We need to belong. We need people. The fourth one is potential. And that's, um, sorry, purpose. That's realizing who you are and how you fit into this world. And if you haven't noticed, these get harder as you go along. And the last one is potential. And that's accomplishing goals, deciding where you want to go and how you're going to get there. And But your theme of mindset, we can have around any of these five secrets to health or five secrets to happiness. You can have a mindset about drinking your water each day, right? But when we combine those together, it it is amazing. Amazing. Yep. It works. Yeah. It, it absolutely does, doesn't it? I mean, have you got like an inspirational story that you can share with us that you know somebody that's put a lot of this sort of thing into practice too? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you about Kelly. Okay. Kelly uh, is in her early 50s and uh, she works a very stressful job. And Kelly was overweight and just kind of feeling like life was passing her by. You know, like just living the same day over and over, not really having a lot of joy. And so I started working with Kelly and we started with water and we went through the the health habits and the happiness habits, those secrets. And what I do with people in my program is I combine those together. So like when we first start working with hydrating, with drinking water, we also start working with resilience. One step towards resilience is gratitude. So we do gratitude and water together. But anyway, over the course of about three months, Kelly lost 30 pounds and people started asking her, Kelly, Kelly, what have you lost? And Kelly's reply was bad habits. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So she was able to let go of her bad habits, put these good habits in there. And like I said, create these doable daily habits that build on each other and weight loss is the that's just the side effect of health Mm -hmm. and happiness like really we shouldn't be setting out to i want to lose weight because i don't think that's really what you want what -hmm. you want is to feel healthier and happier and have more joy in your life right and so this Mm -hmm. is the way to do it just losing weight doesn't do those things it's it's proven over and over that your happiness is not based on things like losing weight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought this, we're going to be connecting a bit later in the year anyway about this. So I won't elaborate too much, but um, you know, you mentioned earlier about how it kind of helps your future self. Well, you think with Kelly, with the age that she is, if she hasn't already, it's that new habit of lifestyle and mindset shift. Um, that's helping her future self when she goes through the next um, chapter of her life, like the menopause, you know, because if she's got a lot of that side of things in place, um, it's going to help her biochemistry, it'll help with the hormones, all, all the different factors that come with this chapter of the menopause, really. So um, that's quite interesting in itself, how even though she might be focused on one area with her health and well-being, it will help her future self in in another way 
Mm -hmm. Yes, I was blessed by menopause in January of last year, and I <laughs> flew through it. I had very little symptoms. I, I I was fine, and I had all these things in place. So, I mean, they're mm -hmm. wonderful things that can support us in anything we're going through in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing is, when all of that is sitting in place, we've dropped the sugar, we're, we're well hydrated that really helps towards um settling down our nervous system managing like our adrenal secretion all that sort of thing and that helps us with sleep doesn't it because of course if we're if we're eating or drinking stimulants it really ramps up our nervous system and then your nervous system is in this high state of anxiety and the last thing your body wants to do is go to sleep because it feels that it's on alert so you can see how one thing snowballs and then it has a knock-on effect elsewhere doesn't it yeah, they, they do. They all go together. But the best thing to do is to start with water. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So now I was going to say, is there a way, Melanie, that people can find out a little bit more about what you're doing with uh, like for the rest of this year and beyond? Um, could you share a little bit more of what we can do to find out more about what you're doing? Sure. Thank you. Um, well, I have some really exciting news. I'm any day now publishing a journal. It's called Get Healthy, Get Happy. And it's a six week guided journal with uh, weekly themes and daily prompts to help you get healthier and happier and get that joy that you want in your life. The journal will also have an online course that's going to go with that. And then sometime in February, I'm actually going to have a live interactive six week course and use the journal as our guide to get through that. So the journal is called be, be get healthy, get happy, and it will be available on Amazon. If you want to um, reserve your copy, you can just go to melaniecool.com slash journal melaniecool.com slash journal and that'll get you on the wait list and then when the journal is launched you'll get an email on how to purchase it so i'm really excited about that because like i said i just wanted to create something very simple for people and i've done it and it's being published any day Fantastic. Well, I'll also make sure, Melanie, if somebody's driving or walking and they haven't got anything nearby to make a note of all that, uh, I'll make sure it's all in the show notes. So after this, they can scroll down and there'll be links straight to any of your details, the wait list and any of the other additional links that you want to share um, with everybody. I'll make sure that's all down there in the show notes for people. Great. Yeah. People can also find me on my website, melaniecool.com. Schedule with me for a free 15 minute session and you can find me on any social media i'm on TikTok, <laughs> youtube yeah it's a uh, be happy times three is my it's b-e-h-a-p-p-y and then an x t-h-r-e-e because the three secrets to happiness are gratitude oh. zest and hope right so be happy times three is my handle on any social media so you should be able to just google melanie cool and find me pretty easily fantastic and it's such a cool name no pun intended there, isn't it? It's very easy to remember. So I know I always look, people are always say, is that your real name? And I say, yeah, I actually, I haven't always been cool. I married Mr. Cool who turned out to be uncool and I kept the name. <laughs> See, there's always a silver lining to every situation, Melanie. I am the queen of spin. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. 
exactly right so i want to just give you a massive thank you uh, and a virtual hug um for being part of this very special month um where we're really focusing on mindset and you know we'll be doing lots and connecting a bit later on this year anyway so um it'd be really nice if we can get a bit more dose of you so um yeah thank you so much and just sending all my love and best wishes to you that i hope you have a, a lovely happy and healthy and prosperous 2023 and beyond for you and all your family too so um thank you yeah, ditto ditto Heidi and it's just always such a joy to get together with you thank you so much for having me oh bless you thank you so I just want to say everyone thank you so much for joining us both today uh, it's been a pleasure um, to basically chat and share some of these wonderful gems of Melanie with you so I'd love to hear what your thoughts are to this episode so please let us know um, and I will see you all very soon all my love and best wishes take care bye Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care. <laughs>